0: And welcome everyone to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. Hello, this is Marie. Welcome to where energy and medicine meet. I'm live here in Seattle, Washington, on a gorgeous, sunny, beautiful day. One of the things about living in Washington State—yes, it rains here constantly—but um, when it's sunny, well, it does.
1: Except for right now.
0: Except for right now. And and so when you live in a place where it rains a lot, and in, you know there's gorgeous trees everywhere, it's such a gorgeous, beautiful, clean place. That when it's sunny. It's miraculous. It's it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Haven't traveled everywhere in the world, but every time I come home from wherever I'm traveling, I'm always surprised, again, how beautiful this place is. And Eric, you were saying it's going to get up into the 70s today?
1: Yeah, it's supposed to warm up uh, near about 70 degrees today.
0: Amazing. So I always talk about the weather because I'm hoping that our listeners will look out their windows and check out their weather, even if it's Mm -hmm. rainy or snowing or whatever it's happening to to be doing in their part of the world, so that they can get grounded and get in their Mm. bodies as we talk about energy medicine and the chakra system, which is really our topic today is the chakra system and the human energy system.
1: Is the chakra system and the human energy system affected by um, Hmm. the weather?
0: Well, it's really affected by our emotions. Mm-hmm. So if we're happy, our yeah. energetic system functions a whole lot better. We even release stagnant energy we we no longer need.
2: Well, a lot of
1: people do feel happier on a sunny day. They do. Me, Absolutely. I like it all. You so, like it all. Yeah.
0: Me too. Me too. In fact, when it gets too hot here, I think about hmm, I might have to move to Ireland <laughs> because I love rain so yeah. much. Right? Yeah. And you've been to Ireland, right?
1: Many times. Yeah. Ah, beautiful place. Is
0: it really beautiful? It
1: really is. Gorgeous, oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: So, what's the best weather time to travel there?
1: Uh, well, probably the summertime is the yeah. summer. Yeah, okay,
0: our summertime. Yeah, yeah, our okay.
1: summertime and early spring or I mean late spring is pretty good too. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's on one of my wish lists for sure. I definitely want. to You're go never going
1: to be there going, oh my god, it's so toasty it's <laughs> yeah. it's way too hot here you'll never feel that yeah. way there but
0: <laughs> right right
1: but it is beautiful
0: right and we rarely feel that about the northwest i mean true enough it's you know we get one
1: or two days one a year. or
0: two days last year i think we had an entire week where we were in the like the hundreds people were going nuts nuts remember that i was one of them people were like it was bad going insane like <laughs> yeah. when is this heat wave gonna end okay yeah. it's been three days it's, it's <laughs> yeah. all right don't I was in a, a girlfriend's pool mo- every uh-huh. evening after work. After I fried my clients, I went to uh, <laughs> you know, I went to her pool and just floated around with beers. I was just miserable. It was awful. That yeah. sounds
1: like so much fun, though. That
0: sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really great. So today we're talking about the chakra system, and as you may know, for those of you who listen, who are who study energy medicine, who have uh, an interesting, passionate connection to energy medicine as I do, you know there are seven primary chakras in the body. They're lined in a vertical. Cone, from the pelvic floor to the crown of your head. And each one of the primary chakras governs a, an aspect of your emotional capacity of your human reality, and then an anatomical. Um, parts of your body. So we'll talk about that in a moment and go through these chakra systems while I answer phone calls and give people readings on air and also talk about the 3,000 or more. We don't even know how many chakras are in the physical body, but we do know there are at least 3,000 minor chakras in the body as well. And they are in joints, cartilage, subcutaneous tissue, muscle mass, literally in a joint in the synovial fluid are Chakras. So it's really important to keep our chakras spinning, especially as we age. We want our joints to be flexible. We want our bones to be healthy. We want to be active and enjoy our life. Uh, and they're also make up the meridian lines and the acupressure points. So we are full of an energetic maze of chakra system all over us. It's beautiful. So when we look at the primary chakra system, the first chakra is in the pelvic floor, literally. It, it, the point of the chakra is literally in the perineum, and then it extends to about mid thigh. Emotionally, it is about how you felt growing up, your connection to your parents, your siblings. The homes you lived in, the schools you attended, did you feel nurtured, loved, and safe? And, of course, this is the chakra that most people want to ignore. People don't want to think about if they were happy or not. <laughs> you know, and then there are some people, and these are kind of, I think, the more fortunate individuals who, even if their childhood was challenging, they have a belief uh, that it was perfect. And ultimately, what we want to do is come to a place of grounded centeredness where we can see the gifts of our childhood regardless of how challenging it was and the complexities, even if we're in somewhat of denial about how great our family is, and learn from exactly how it was, because that's what childhood is all about pushing our buttons, helping us to recognize what our defense mechanisms might be and our resistance towards life so that we can work on those issues and move beyond them and heal our, our world, ourselves, and live an, an incredible life. So anatomically, it affects the hips all the way down to the toes, every bone, muscle, and tendon, along with the colon, the coccyx, and the sciatic nerves. The sciatic nerves actually start in the gluteus maximus muscle area, so right at the cheeks on your bottom, and go all the way down towards the Achilles and they're pretty significant nerves, people who have problems with that. It's it's pretty painful for them and, you know, makes it very difficult for them to function. So why don't we go ahead and take um, one of our phone calls.
1: Sure. I want to give out the numbers here real quick, though, for folks to call in this hour because uh, we are, are, of course, dedicated to taking your phone calls. And uh, you can call us toll-free throughout the world at 877-825-8828. That's 877 877- 825 8828 or locally here at 425 373 5527. That's 425 373 5527. Right now, we're going to go down to the Bay Area, uh, California, talk to Lauren in San Francisco.
0: Hi, Lauren. How are you? Hi. I'm doing well. How are you, lovely Marie? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you today? Oh, I would love
3: just a general reading and whether or not you or my guides see anything good coming into my life.
0: Well, first, well, no, that's a great question, and I'm glad you're happy. You feel very happy to me today, and I feel like you haven't been happy a whole bunch rather recently, but today's like one of those days where you can take a deep breath and, you know, stuff's okay. Is that true for you? Um
4: Somewhat. I'm starting to worry a little bit about
0: money. Oh, you are. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the money aspect. So so what your guides are asking me to ask you, and I know this is going to sound like a weird question, but they said that you are a unique person and that your definition of happiness or good things coming your way might be different than another person. So do you want to be specific about it? And we already know there's a money thing that you're worried about. We'll talk about worry because I don't recommend it ever. I don't think it's helps us in any way shape or form but so what is it that you're looking for that would be good news for you
3: um oh i don't know a new man coming
0: in new job (laughs) (laughs) so you want things to change basically right yeah right well here's uh, i'm going to tell you what i'm seeing Uh, i wasn't necessarily seeing a new man by the way that doesn't mean there isn't one coming but what you have right behind you is an open archway do you know what an archway is have you listened to the show before
4: um, I've listened to the show. I don't know what an archway is.
0: Okay, so when we have, when an individual has done significant inner work, Uh, then an archway, this beautiful arch, um, will open up behind you. So it's about 4 or 5 feet behind you right now. And it's about 50 feet high and about 20 feet wide. And in the arch, the third dimensional space will literally peel back. And other dimensions and time-space realities will shine light on you for a period of time. You're just going to be open for 3.5 years. It's kind of a long time. Archways are typically open between anywhere 18 months and 24 months. But yours is 3.5 years. That's pretty long. And sometimes archways feel a little challenging. That's kind of how I feel about yours. It just opened up two weeks ago, so it's just brand new. And yours feels just a little challenging. Now, the only reason why it's challenging is you're asking for tons of change, but yet you tend to be, and I mean no disrespect when I say this, a little stubborn. And so in order to make a lot of change, that means that there needs to be flexibility. It's kind of like having Saturn in a prominent area of your chart for a couple of years, forcing you to do things very differently okay okay so so what I would recommend that you do to make this time period more comfortable but I will tell you to have an archway is a blessing it's an absolute blessing it's exactly what you want to have but sometimes change is uncomfortable even though you want more money a boyfriend and a new job or husband whatever it is that you're wanting it requires to have those things successful in your life differently than how they've been before that means you have to change you have to be different, right? Okay. Okay. So <laughs> what I'm being told right now is is that you're a very kind person and you're very giving. and And in order to have a job where you're really, really appreciated and a career that you love – enormously and a partner who adores you and treats you in all the ways that are beyond the experiences you've had so far and to create the wealth, what I'm being told is that it'll be important for you when you're giving is to not have an expectation that people are going to gain Any kind thoughts about you in the giving um, that they're, you know, they're not going to return the giving. They're not going to think more favorably of you. Just when you give only because it brings you great happiness and joy and there isn't a lot of emotion attached to it. And for most of us, myself included, the emotion attached to giving is usually subconscious, you know, and I would say that it is for you, too. So this is what I'd love for you to look at. Kind of observe how you are when you're in that giving mood, which is pretty frequent, and notice um, what other feelings you have that are buried inside, and then kind of talk to yourself about, well, am I doing this so that people will like me? Or am I doing this because it's fun and it's okay and I don't care what people think about me? I think working on that is going to transform everything in your life. Absolutely everything. Okay. Okay, so you have an archway open for 3.5 years. It's positive you may feel some, you know, feel like it's a little heavy, more than you want to have, but it's here to force you change, kind of like the big planet Saturn. When it sits in our chart astrologically, it's a little heavy, but it's a good thing.
5: Okay.
4: Okay.
0: You're welcome. Have a fabulous day in San Francisco. Thank you for calling. Sure thing. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Now we're going to talk to Heather a little closer to home here in Redmond.
0: Hi, Heather. How are you?
4: Hi, good. How are
0: you? Great. Thank you. You have a great voice, by the way. You would be wonderful for radio. Uh Aha. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. What can I do for you today?
4: Um, I was curious about um, an energy experience I had a couple weekends ago when I was um, up in Woodinville with some friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wanted to see if there's anything that you kind of picked up about it.
0: Well, um, first for our call, for our listeners, Woodinville's um, kind of suburban area, about 20 minutes outside of Seattle, just for those of you who know, it actually has a lot of trees. It's very beautiful there. Here's what I'm picking up about it, and I I don't know exactly, you know, what was going on, but did you know that you're very intuitive? Yeah. Okay. Getting that way anyway. Good. So you're very, very intuitive, and at the same time, you're kind of nervous about it, anxious about it, afraid about it. So sometimes when you have, you know, these abilities that you have, that means your third eye is already energetically set up to have multi you know, sensory experiences more than maybe the average person around you. It doesn't mean the average person couldn't shift their energy and have also multi-sensory experiences, but your third eye is already calibrated to be able to assess or experience multisensory experiences. And you had one, but I think because of whatever fear or exa- anxiety you have, it may have been a little challenging or felt super odd or made you uncomfortable. Did it make you uncomfortable or you know? No, not
4: during. Um, it was actually really amazing. But after I had after. like almost a little, little bit of a hangover or something about it, you know, <laughs> I was a little freaked out. Like, I, you know, so don't want to let in the wrong kind of energies and things like that.
0: But. Right, right. So here's the thing about that. And I love that you enjoyed it so much at the moment. I love that it was exciting for you. I'm so, so happy for you. So what happened later was your fear. Your fear creeped in and then you, you know, because maybe you did feel a little dizzy or whatnot. That's not that unusual. When people are feeling energy or moving it consciously in their body and, and allowing more in, you actually feel the energy. I feel charges of energy in my body all day long. And I think that's incredibly normal. Um, and so what happened is you got scared, right? And, and so clearly you weren't letting in bad energy, which we'll talk about in just a moment. You what you experienced at the moment was beautiful and wonderful it was later you went into your you know linear thinking and tried to rationalize an energetic multi-sensory experience with your mind Mm -hmm. which i don't recommend (laughs) (laughs) right okay perfect so now you know that when you overthink it that is actually more detrimental to you than feeling energy Okay. Ah, so, you know, the, the, when you were in the present moment of experiencing the energy, it was phenomenal. That's yep. what you want to stick with, because that's, that was what happened in the present moment. And that's what made it amazing. And you want to stick with that and try not to analyze it. I don't believe in Dark energy. I'm just one of those people who doesn't, Um, and so then I don't experience it. Because what we believe in is what we manifest and create in our life, and and so. But whenever you're worried or afraid, you can just say out loud, "Only those who are here for my highest good may remain in my energy system." Okay. And everyone in the entire universe is working on transforming or evolving into their highest good. So all energies listen to that gentle you know, statement. And then if there is anything weird around you or your fear, which could be attracting something weird, um, will then dissipate. And you can say it as many times as you wish until you feel calm. Okay. Okay.
4: I did a little bit of that one before I kind of let it happen because I felt it coming.
0: (laughs) Yay. Congratulations.
4: Something like that anyway. But that was, so that was interesting. So how can I kind of keep cultivating that and like try to keep,
0: Right.
4: Um, Landing those experiences or having those and kind of build on that a little bit. Right.
0: Great question. What I would love for you to do is do you have a room in your house that's considered like your sacred room? Not really. Okay. So I, I would make one. Like my living room is really my sacred room. There's something about that room that just feels holy. I don't know how it's to describe it, but I love that room. So identify a place, maybe put some objects in it that you really like. Perhaps move some energy in it. Think of positive energy like that moment when it felt awesome and and let it kinda clear out the room by, you know, moving energy in the room with your mind. Believe me, that's actually all it takes. We move energy all the time. We're just not aware of it consciously. And and then go to that place, you know, like Once a week or every day if you want to. And and what I would love for you to say out loud to the room, once you've blessed it, is that I know I'm scared, because you are, but I really want to experience this. And I love to experience it at my highest good. Okay? All right. Okay. Congratulations, and thank you for calling in. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Let's go on to our next caller now. We've got... uh, and, Marie, can you help yeah. me say this? Because I always forget how to pronounce her name correctly, and I don't want to get it wrong, but I think it's Kawaii, and uh, she's calling from Auburn. And, Kawaii, if I said your name wrong, I'm sorry again.
0: <laughs> it's okay. I'm used to it. Okay. <laughs> it's Kavehi. 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 Kavehi, yeah. You know, I, Eric, I will never remember. <laughs> Names just don't stay in my head, so it's all on you. So sorry. Yeah. Kavehi. Yeah. Hi, Kavehi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you today? Um,
6: I was kind of wondering, my daughter's been very emotional lately, mm-hmm. um, even where lately, she's hap- well, she's, she's always been, <laughs>
0: Yeah, <but laughs> yeah, um, she
6: is even in tears when she's laughing. Um, so I'm just kind of wondering what's going on with her. Cause she's asked me what's going on with her and I can't tell her
0: <laughs> how old is she?
6: Fourteen, yeah, or
0: fifteen. I'm sorry. I, I figured she was in your in her teens, but she's always acted older than her age, so I wasn't sure. And yes. and right now she's acting like a teenager, so it's like the first time in her whole life she's really acting like her chronological <laughs> age. But um, yeah, she's uh, here's what I think about your child, and I I love that she's precocious and outgoing and is more of an extro- extrovert. I love all of that about her, but she needs boundaries. And you're a good mom and you have a tough side to you that I actually really enjoy. Yes. I do. I enjoy it. And particularly right now in her life, I I would be picky about what you're going to, you know, seriously decide that you need to, you know, step a boundary for cuz the little things really don't matter. It's going to be more of the big things cuz pretty soon she's going to be driving a car, dating, <laughs> you know, Partying, all of those. I know that sounds scary, but it really does happen. (laughs) It does. (laughs) No matter how much we want to pretend, like, oh, my kid will never do that. Uh, It truly does happen. And so, I I actually like that you're kind of tough. I think she needs some boundaries, but I would just be picky about what those boundaries are, and let this the silly stuff slide. So, do you have? Do you know what the silly stuff is?
6: Yeah, the little yeah, yeah, right.
0: because you tend to pick on those, yes. and then when the hard stuff comes, you're kind of exhausted because you've been all day long picking on the pic- little stuff, and then a big thing comes, and then you're kind of wiped out. So, okay. So, at least that's my interpretation, you know, I'm not there with your daughter, with you. So, just, I would just really, you know, hum... Count to 20, you know, when she's doing the little things that truly don't matter, that are irritating you, but don't really affect her teenagehood. And then be that way you'll have the energy to be more focused on the bigger things. Like, who are you going to drive in a car with? You know, Mm -hmm. when for sure are you coming home? How come you didn't call me when we made that plan? I need your cell phone back. You know, stuff like that. Because uh, she is so outgoing and actually relatively popular that... um, Yeah, I think she is. You don't think she is?
6: Well, she's very quiet.
0: Really? So she's not outgoing.
6: She is in her
7: comfort zone.
0: In her comfort zone. So what is her comfort zone?
7: Me. <laughs>
6: and her, our family. <laughs> I think our family.
0: But not with her peers?
6: She tends to be a little bit standoffish. Um, mm. She's quiet. She doesn't communicate well. Mm. Yeah, text messaging is the only form of communication. Well, that, the social skills are a little bit
0: well, lacking. Text messaging is truly, for the teenagers, their only form of communication. That, that is how they communicate. Um, yeah, she
6: can't have conversations over the phone very Yeah, it's hard for her.
0: Right. Well, you know, uh, and that's actually okay. Kids' text message. Believe me, I, you know, you have to get, like, the unlimited text for teenagers because that's really how they communicate. In fact, if I want to talk to my young adults, I'm going to get them if I text message them versus calling them. So so that's pretty typical. So, uh, yeah, I don't see what, I mean, you're her mom and you actually know her really well. You have great insight when it comes to your family. You truly do. Um, I see her more outgoing with her peers, um, but you're the one who's there. Um, and I believe you, of course, but I would go ahead and be softer on the little things so you can be a little bit harder on the big things. Okay. Okay. I hope that helps. Very much. Okay. Thank you thank so you. much. Have a great day.
3: I love your show, by the way. Thank <laughs> you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: And I'm going to try and
1: re- implant that in my brain now. So when I see it, and next time, when Kavehi calls yes, in, I will get that right. Thank you, Eric. You're so
0: sweet. Thank <laughs> Part you. Part of
1: the problem is our next caller here is from Hawaii. There you go. And it's, it's Susan. <laughs> and so I'm trying to combine the two things, I think, in my brain here. So here's Susan from Hawaii.
0: Great. Susan, you live in one of the most gorgeous places as well. That's absolutely true. Hi, Marie. Hello. What island do you live on? Well, I live on Oahu in Makaha, uh, the west side of the island, and it's where the dolphins
3: live and the Hawaiians live, and it's the last frontier.
0: Oh, my God. It sounds gorgeous. It's
3: still the Wild West.
0: (laughs) Wonderful. Lucky (laughs) duck. I know. What can I do for you today?
3: Well, I spoke with you, I think it's been a month already. Okay. And, um, at that time, you said I was awakening. And mm. at that time, I was helping my mother with pancreatic um, cancer. Am uh, I ringing about? Yeah. And um, and um, heard some really good things from you. And um, and so now it's a month later, and I'm doing some inner work. Good, and, good. And um, reviewing my life yeah. and other lives.
5: Yeah. online
3: And coming up with this rose of... Uh Uh-huh. And the Marys and the Southern France Carcassonne. Actually, I've been there. I'm a flight attendant. so Oh, fun. I travel. In fact, I'm more comfortable in the air than on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I do better when I'm in the air. And so um, what happens for me is the balance and the direction and the... um, Because I'm ascending, Mm -hmm. so but I'm not all the way balanced and clear. I guess that's the... And so I don't know what direction is best.
0: Well, here's what I'm picking up on. I love that you're actually doing some past life cleaning. Exactly. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And so you can't really plan on a direction right now because oh. past life cleaning is... It's hard work. It takes a ton of energy. You know, you're clearing out, you know, from a soul's perspective, yeah. um, kind of, you know, some... um. Overloaded of junk, if you will. That's not the right term, but, you know. But, no, that's what it feels like. Right. And and this is very, very important. You know, I interviewed um, Ansley McLeod last week on the show, and he wrote a brand new book called The Transformation, and it's all about healing past lives. And so that's what you're doing. You're healing past lives. It takes a tremendous amount of energy. And notice how it's just happened spontaneously for you. You didn't plan on it. You didn't ask on it, but here it is.
4: No, sir. <laughs> it's beautiful.
0: So mm-hmm. in, a, in about four and a half, maybe five months, then you can look at what direction should I go on? Because this is big stuff when, you know, whatever we're working on in this lifetime, it is connected to a previous lifetime. So when, when we have the opportunity or take the initiative to work on our previous lifetimes, you are freeing yourself up significantly to have, allow this lifetime to be phenomenal. Perfect. But, but this isn't the time to worry about what's next. You know, just, you know, be as present as you can possibly be because it's kind of a scattered feeling.
3: Oh, tremendous! Right, right.
0: Too much, too much. It's a lot, it, but it, it's beautiful. And you're very it fortunate. It's yes. a blessing. Yeah. So it's I a would, blessing. Just stay present and in about four to five months, then you can go, okay, now where am I going? I actually think you'll know you're going to have awareness of what's next because there won't be all that clutter of mm-hmm. the previous lifetimes, you know, and okay. their pain. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'll call you again. I would sure. love that. Have oh, a beautiful. day. Oh, thank, thank you. My love to you, too. And have a beautiful day in Hawaii.
3: I will. Bye right. bye.
0: Aloha. Aloha. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Cherry Show, and we will be right back.
5: Become a Reiki master the weekend of September 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3 you will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants marie will be your instructor guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing knowledge of energy medicine take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified reiki master you will receive attunements during deep meditation that will allow you to practice reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in washington state Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website energyintuitive.com for more details.
6: Like most people, you may be confused with all the conflicting information you hear about your health. So tune in Monday through Friday to the all-new Healthy You Radio Network.
7: An hour a day,
6: we'll keep the doctor away. Listen to radio that empowers you to heal you.
1: Healthy You Radio with Keisha Yours, ARNP, and friends.
6: Monday through Friday at 1 p.m.
1: Healthy You Radio Network.
6: Bringing you the world's most innovative thinkers
1: in the field of health and wellness. Marie will
4: be hosting a workshop on Awakening Your Inner Wisdom at the Sun Valley Wellness Festival, May 28th. If the festival is on your calendar, you will not want to miss this event. Learn more about your own intuitive nature and ancient wisdom. Get a greater sense of this wonderful truth and how to unearth it. Marie will also be describing the relationship we all have with our amazing spirit guides. Please join Marie for Enlightening Afternoon Friday, May 28th, from 1 to 4 at the Sun Valley Wellness Festival. Don't miss this exciting opportunity to gain knowledge you can utilize for the rest of your life. Seating is limited. To register or for more information about the festival, please visit sunvalleywellness.org.
1: Marie and Dr. Sheila dunn will conclude their Healing From Within workshop on June 5th. They'll be discussing the hormonal system and its relation to joy and balance. Come learn how you can allow the sweetness of life into your being. This exploratory process will delve deep inside your body addressing topics such as the adrenal glands, the thyroid, ovaries, hormones, and the pancreas. Join Marie and Dr. Merritt for an energizing afternoon on Saturday, June 5th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center, Marriott. You'll be happy you did. Seating is limited. To register or for more information, please call Dr. Merritt's office at 425-452-9366 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com. Register early to receive a discount on the class. Call or get online now. Real people, real life, real
5: radio. Really. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. You can also listen to us on the web at energyintuitive.com or KKNW 1150 AM. They also stream all their shows yeah. live.
1: Eleven
0: fifty KK and W com. Eleven fifty KK There you go. I also wanted to talk about next week's guest. We're going to have Lisa Oz. She's a producer, writer, actress, and frequent co-host of the Dr. Oz Show. And on she's Open married Friends. to the Wizard, right? She is married to the Wizard, Dr. Oz. Yes, who has his own show now on um, on syndicated television. Uh, Lisa has co-authored three New York Times best-selling books, including the "You," the Owner's Manual series. She is president of OzWorks LLC and a media investment consulting company that she founded and directs Pine Room Pictures. So she wrote a new book called Us, and she's going to be calling in, I think, from New York. And of course, talking about her book, it's beautiful. It's all about relating, relating to yourself, relationships at work, relationships with the divine, your partners. It's just a wonderful, wonderful book. And she's got a gorgeous voice, too. So I'm so looking forward to that interview. And of course, we'll have callers call in and and I'm sure she'll give excellent advice about relating. So that'll be next week. Um, live here on the show. Awesome. And then I'm also going to be teaching a class next Wednesday, May 19th, called Karmic Connections. This is a really fun class. It's going to be at the residence in Marriott between 7 and 9 p.m. You can call my office at 425-825-5671 to sign up or go on to the website and register online. I will do readings as I do in every class. So I'm going to do past life readings, talk about what you're working on in this lifetime, and what does karma mean? What the heck does it mean? So we're going to be talking about all of that. One of my favorite things to do is to teach. So why don't we go ahead, Eric, and go back to the phone lines.
1: Great. Let's talk to Sammy now, calling from Issaquah.
0: Hi, Sammy. How are you? I'm
6: good. Hi, Marie. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Of course. What can I do for you?
6: Well, my question is, I have... um Started noticing having um, visual migraines.
0: Oh wow! Which is mm-hmm. kind of
6: a new thing that's just popped up. In fact, I'm home from work recovering Aww. from one today. Um, but it gave me the opportunity to call in and
0: um, yay, if you could shed light <laughs> on that. Sure. Well, first of all, you're just adorable. I want you to know that you are an adorable human being. And the first thing I get about you from your guides is that it's very important for you to start feeling that way about yourself. Okay, migraine headaches or cluster headaches or chronic headaches that people get are all about blocking one's intuition. The third eye, which is in the center of the brain, governs the brain and all of your insight. So it's about taking your five sensory abilities and making them multi sensory abilities. And so people who are having head trauma or headaches or whatnot, it's because they're blocking their insight. So, how long have you been having these visual migraine headaches?
6: Um, off and on the last year, but they've been coming more frequently, mm-hmm. probably the last four to six weeks.
0: Okay, so what happened a year ago?
6: Um, changes in my in my job, the culture at my job. I haven't changed jobs or anything, but the overall culture at my job
0: changed. Like, did you get a new boss, or? Um,
6: yes, new, okay. my, not immediate boss, but, um. The the senior leadership change.
0: Okay. And how long have you um, not been thrilled about your job?
6: Uh,
0: About 18 months. Okay, so about 18 months. All right. So what have you done, since you're not thrilled, because I think it's actually normal to love one's life, including where you work, where you live who you love (laughs) you know I mean I think it's normal to be happy and joyful and I know you're a very responsible person I I know this about you so I know even leaving a company makes you feel like you're ditching them and you're not responsible but where I would love for you to focus your responsibility towards is your happiness and your joy and so um, have you done anything to perhaps consider replacing this job finding a new one
6: I've just started probably in the last couple of months Um, I kind of floated and didn't do anything for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, so I am, you know, I'm, I'm starting to do more prayer work about it and um, actually look, kind of send out my resume.
0: Good. Um, Good. And do you know what you want to do?
6: Um, that's part of the problem. It's not right. really clear to me right, exactly what I want to do.
0: Right. So the second chakra, you know, we've barely touched on the chakra system, um, you know, during this uh Nice, lovely show we're having today. The second chakra is all about passion, and it governs career, money, intimate partnership, all relationships, and creativity. So I'd love for you to spend more time in the second chakra. It's right below your belly button. It also governs reproductive organs and hormone levels sometimes can affect our brain as well or headaches, particularly Uh in women. So if you can spend more time in your lower abdomen, you'll start getting that vortex moving more, which can help stimulate your hormone level, maybe balance it out, and allow yourself like 10 to 15 minutes a day feeling passionate about something. So do you... Like, if you could think of something that you could do 10 to 15 minutes a day that would make you really happy, do you know what it is?
6: Uh, learning and studying new things.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. no on that one. No? so okay. I, I, I mean, you're good at that, but you do that all the time. You know, you're one of those people that probably only reads nonfiction books.
6: That's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and I'm right there with you, so I get it. Now, this is going to be something that's fun, You know, like I I know it's fun to learn again, that's you being responsible, but something that's really joyful, like turning on music and dancing around the house or maybe do some finger painting or um, like I have new kittens. So I love playing with my kittens and holding them and chasing them around outside. This is called playfulness. It doesn't have an exact expectation. There isn't a goal. It's just fun. And, and I know that's making you nervous, as, even as we're talking about it. And so it means to me that that part of your life is a little vacant. And when you're moving into a, a passionately fulfilled life, you need to know what it feels like for you to, to be in that energy so that you can attract it to you. And you need to participate in that energy regularly. That
6: makes sense.
0: Good. So that's your homework. And okay. I, th- I think it'll help your headaches. And um, then I think you'll, be, you'll get more ideas about what you want to do in the world. Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Now let's talk to Heather in Seattle.
0: Hi, Heather. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, Thanks for
3: taking my call.
0: Of Um, course. What can I do for you?
4: I wanted to ask, I just, um, in the last probably six months or so, uh, my home uh, atmosphere has been uh, due to family issues, just really chaotic, very negative yeah, in the energy when you walk into our awful. home. It's, just,
0: it's really it awful. I'm so sorry. It just feels yeah. terrible.
4: It really does. Did someone yeah.
0: did someone new move in, or did someone new move in next door? or? Um, yeah, it's due to somebody next door. Yes, it truly is. So yeah, it really is. So here's what I'm, I'm going to do it right now, but then I'll okay. talk to you about it so that you can continue doing it. We can make a psychic wall between your home and the other person's home. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just actually weaving. And, and in the psychic wall that I'm building, it doesn't say, oh, they've got bad juju, Cause, mm-hmm. because, you know, it's just everybody has different... Different energies, and all energy is beautiful. We just sometimes want different beauty in our in our lives. So I, as I'm building this psychic wall, I'm neutral, which really makes it to be a whole lot stronger because then we're not judging, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm actually weaving energy, and, and energy when I'm weaving it, it looks like beams of electric light. So these beautiful beams of electric light, and I'm even running a little bit of kundalini, which comes from the second chakra, which is very interesting. It's about passion. I'm running kundalini, which your Neighbors may not uh, may not enjoy, which might help keep their energy more in their side of the street <laughs> or their <laughs> side of the wall. Right. So I'm building this um, beautiful, huge, gigantic wall right now, and then I would love for you to to think about the wall regularly. Bless it be neutral not judgmental or not in fear because that will help sustain the wall it's getting thicker right now because you're doing a really good job helping me i so appreciate that and and then you'll be able to feel this separateness between the folks that just moved in or whenever they moved in and your family and go back to having a calmer family experience are you married yes yeah your hubby um He has a hard time maintaining his energy, and so when the people moved in next door, or you know, however the arrangement is, when you got new neighbors, it it was just so easy for him to let it in because it's hard for him to maintain boundaries. And so I Uh would, I would talk to your husband about getting happier because then it'll be again harder for the neighbor's energy to bleed into your energy system. Okay. Okay. So, um, do you think he'll be open to getting happier?
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's, that was very helpful. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, you're Thanks. welcome. Have a wonderful day and good luck with the wall. You too. Thanks, Marie. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Let's stay in Seattle and talk to David.
0: Hi, David. How are you?
2: Good. How are you doing, Marie?
0: I'm fantastic. What can I do for you today?
2: Well, I'm um, I'm wondering um, the things that I, I think I see in my energy or energy patterns, whatever it is. I... I think it might be. I, I'm wondering if I have an archway yeah. or, yeah, I kind yeah. of thought so. You have
0: more than one, so you have at least three archways, maybe four developing. So, what the heck did you do recently? Have you been doing a ton of inner work?
2: Yeah, um, yeah. that's been <laughs> that's been for uh, since the start of last year, and wow. uh, it's finally been um, kind of manifesting these last couple of months. I it was great to see you on April 30th. I I was feeling um, really tired that day, but it was great.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for coming to the class. I so appreciate it. So, yes, you have three developing a fourth archway, and that means that you have a lot of opportunity right now. So, when, and, and they don't look challenging to me like our first caller, I believe it was. There's more c- confetti and bright light and happiness when I'm in your archways. The fourth one's a not completely developed so i can't say for sure that that one's a happy archway I think your archways are going to be open all of them together you know so ah. not all of them will be like they might all, all stay consistently open all this period of time but you're gonna have at least one archway open for four years so you know maybe the first one will be open for the next year the one after that might be open 24 months you know you kind of get my idea but for four years you're gonna to have archways or at least one open and so i would definitely ask for help i would definitely Asked to work on your belief system. Yeah. All right. So we and
2: get, um and it'll definitely be a good time for that as well as um well as well as other things in my energy you know oh, like so, chakras or whatever. Oh
0: sure. So here's because when you change your belief system, you change everything. Mm-hmm, right. Everything mm-hmm. changes, including your energy system. So what happens is when a person has an arch, and people can get archways. Like if someone wasn't doing inner work. Uh-huh. They could have the same buildup of archways that you have if, let's say, they went bankrupt, got a divorce, and had a child, because those are like all three opportunities for incredible growth and change. You know, they're change in one's life. Uh-huh. So we can have external things that happen in our life that create change in archways, or we can have internal things that uh-huh. usually occur from inner growth. And so I'd, um, inside of each arch, and you're going to have four, you have a minimum of 50 additional guides helping you. So that's why you really want to ask for help. <laughs> you really want to take advantage of this time. And I would definitely work on your belief system. Identify the areas where you know you're limiting your life because uh-huh, of your belief uh-huh. system. Oh, yeah. And work on facilitating, rearranging this belief system so it matches more of your true desires, not your fears uh-huh. or limitations, but uh-huh. your true desires.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for calling in, David. Have a fantastic day. Have a great day, Marie. Alrighty. Bye.
1: All right, now let's talk to Kay in Burian.
0: Hi, Kay. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Well, I know you said fine, but you're not. (laughs) You're
3: right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a mess.
0: Well, I I would never say that. I would never (laughs) say that you're a mess, but, you know, I was in one energy position when I'm talking to David, and then I'm talking to you, and my energy changed, (laughs) and it went from ah to hmm, you know, so I, I know that you're actually leaking energy from your auric field. And so what that means is that you're most likely leaking energy from multiple chakras as well. Definitely the lower back, um, probably upper spine at the fourth chakra and at the back of the fifth, which is the cervical vertebrae. So you're leaking energy from three chakras. And these are kind of the three common areas where I do see leaks. Because people do leak energy, unfortunately, they do. Um, it's not recommended. It's not a good thing. And so the, the back of the second chakra is in the sacrum, and that chakra is all about relating. In fact, next week when we talk to Lisa Oz, I bet the second chakra is going to come up. So it's about relating in terms of money, career, all relationships, and creativity. And so there, when pe- when I see someone leaking energy from the back of their second chakra, it means that they're not setting good boundaries, They're not saying no. Is that an issue in your life?
3: Um, It can be. However, (laughs) interesting, I had the cervical spine
0: Mm. surgery in
3: the end of January.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay.
3: And so even though I haven't set the boundaries, the people that I deal with are setting some boundaries for me.
0: Oh, well, that's nice. I mean, do you like those boundaries or not?
3: Um, yes, it gives me a, a break because I'm always helping everybody. and
0: Right, right, <laughs> right.
3: And you know, I feel totally out of balance.
0: Right. And so there, well, that's actually might be good because they're, they're setting boundaries because you've had surgery and you're not fully back to yourself and and that can make you feel uncomfortable people who overgive even though it's really hard on their energy system and it's not recommended you know cuz giving and receiving are meant to be in balance it's like the ocean the wave goes out which is giving to me but then the wave returns which is receiving and when it returns it brings gooey ducks and starfish and you know brings seaweed and other nutrients to the shoreline and notice when the wave returns it's not once a year it's not once every six months. It's moment by moment we have a return of the wave. So there, there is also a strong relationship between the second and the fifth chakra where the cervical vertebrae are where you had your surgery. And the fifth chakra, when people are leaking energy, which must have been more chronic, but it feels to me I'm still more in lumber than I am in cervical vertebrae. But you had surgery, so you had some fusion, most likely, which corrected some problems that you had. At least I hope it worked for you. Um, when we leak energy in the cervical vertebrae it means that you're not speaking your truth you're not asking for what you want you're thinking more about other people and and the fourth chakra which is in the upper thoracic cavity it's in in the you know kind of above the bra and to the neck area because you have a very large heart chakra because you're highly empathic that means again that you're doing too much for others and, and so people will leak their energy to give to others, you know, even though you may be physically doing things, then you're even energetically doing things. So I love that the people in your life are setting boundaries. And here's what I'm going to say to you. And I don't say this often, <laughs> okay. seriously, if you were to stop giving today, there would be no karmic retribution because one of the things that you need to learn to do is to receive and it's hurting your being to give. So it's going to be very important for you to get comfortable with the act of receiving. I'd love for you to look up books, find CDs on the subject. Um, You know, my chakra CD actually has a whole thing on it if you don't have that one or anything that talks about receiving. You definitely want to work on it. Think about it. Breathe it. Eat it. Sleep it.
3: And will this bring me back my
0: energy? I mean, I'm a high-energy person. Well, crazy. (laughs) Right. Well, notice what I said, you're leaking energy. So that's what's been happening is it's it's like it's been pouring out of your auric system. You haven't been able to maintain your energy system or the balance of your energy system. And it's through your spine, and the spine is our will. So you've been compromising your will to take care of everyone else. And believe me, the word no is very helpful for people. (laughs) Yes isn't always helpful okay thank you so much you're welcome you got some homework and I'd love to hear from you to see how you're doing in the no category
3: oh believe me I will call you back thank you Kay <laughs> Appreciate it. have a fabulous
0: day thank you too righty, bye bye
1: let's head up north and talk to Paul in Bellingham
0: hi Paul how are you
7: hey Marie I'm doing great
0: good nice to talk to you yeah great to talk to you what can I do for you
7: so um, question on your topic yeah and I'm just kind of wondering, how would I know if all of my chakras are actually in good order?
0: You know, surprisingly enough, yours look pretty good. <laughs> they do. <laughs> surprisingly it, enough. Yeah. Well, because I look at chakras all day long, and and most of most human beings, first of all, know nothing about their energy system. Just like your great question, they certainly can't tell if they're off, other than they're not feeling well, perhaps, or things are not going well in their life, which is an indication that the chakra system is off. Um, and then, of course, more, most people don't know how to balance their energy system. So we're kind of blind when it comes to how to facilitate and balance our energy system. But I would say that all of your seventh chakras, maybe a little in the sixth, because you overthink, you overprocess, but the rest of your chakras are definitely spinning. And, and they, you have a lot of light in your body. And I would love to see just a little bit more color, but again, seeing a lot of brightness. That's not a bad thing. That's really great to have a lot of brightness. So, do you think that you overprocess and analyze? Um, probably some. Some? Okay. And and so what is what is some?
7: What is some? Yeah. Um Sure. I stop and you know I try to figure things out to uh, see if I'm using my own information ah. or other, other people's information.
0: Uh huh. Uh-huh. So you know, and
7: see. Go ahead.
0: So you're trying to use your intuition.
7: Uh. Yeah, intuition or information.
0: Okay, so the word intuition doesn't feel good.
7: Oh no, no, no,
0: no! I use it all the time. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I. That's when you're uh, in that place where you're analyzing. You're really trying to trigger your insight. That's what I'm getting, and you're getting all kinds of impulses and information coming in, and so you're trying to determine: Is that mine? There's where did it come from? Mm-hmm. So intuition is is spontaneous, and the last thing you want to do is try to figure out where it comes from. You what you want to do is sit a little bit more in your second chakra. So first of all, your chakra system looks good to me. The place that I feel needs a little bit of work is in your head because you're kind of exhausting. You know, intuition is where it's collected is through the brain, but thinking actually diminishes our, our understanding or our translation, understanding is not the correct word right now, but our translation of, of intuition. So what you want to do is sit more in your pelvic cavity, get where your belt is, get below the belly button and then feel the insight, not think about it, but feel it. Because intuition truly in its strongest wave of assessment comes from a feeling, not a thought. The thoughts that you get are when you translate the non-physical information into the physical so that you can understand what the heck it means. Okay. Does that make sense?
7: It does. It does. Good. I've, I've felt that before, so great. I, I understand. Yeah.
0: So, So you get a gold star. Your energy looks very good to me. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for calling okay. in. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye bye.
1: All right. Let's talk to Tori now calling from Bellevue.
0: Hi Tori. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Thank you. Yeah.
3: Good.
4: What can I, I do for you
0: today?
3: Well, um I'm stuck. I left my job in January, Uh and uh, that seemed like the right thing to do, and I had a lot of hope, and I just am stuck. I'm I'm having a hard time doing anything and going in any direction.
0: Well, I'll I'll tell you one thing. A dear friend recently taught me on an airplane, drinking champagne, (laughs) coming back from a spa weekend. We had a wonderful spa weekend, my dear friend Andrea, and she gave me this great lesson on the word hope, and she basically said to trash it. She said, you know, substitute it with the word trust. So I trust that I'm going to get a fabulous job. I trust that I'm on the right path. I trust, you know, and I'm sure there are other words that you could use besides trust, but not the word hope because hope is indicating almost like, I'm scared to get death, but I hope this works out okay. You know, so I would substitute it with trust. And believe me, you are not stuck at all. Sometimes when we feel a little bit of a lull in our life, it really means that great things are ahead. Enjoy this time. Pamper yourself a little bit. Rest a little bit because very soon it's going to be like you're on a, a wild freeway. So I don't think you're stuck at all. I, I know that you run re- very high energy, and so when things aren't happening, it makes you worried. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I feel as though I should nope. go and take a job, nope. and um, I know. I
0: know. I, I, I don't like the word should, at least when so I'm talking to you.
3: trust.
0: I yes. need to trust,
3: but um, I'm not sure exactly where to go or where to
0: head. Well, let's just trust so. that the perfect thing will come to you at okay. the perfect moment, And that you're going to be excited. So in my mind, and literally, I mean, this is a personal thing. I'm not being general when I'm speaking to you. You're in a lull right now because you need to rest and regain your energy because you're about to hit the freeway. Wow. And and that'll be fabulous. So you're going to trust, 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 trust.
6: Any direction
3: that I would look towards or do you know where I'm headed? Um, well no, that's or? a really
0: good question about where yeah. you're headed. But yeah. but here's what you'll do. If I tell you I have an idea, but if I uh-huh. tell you then you're going to get fixated on it, you're going to get worried about it, you're going to be move into desperation about it. I will tell okay. you it's going to be about other people. Uh-huh. And and think of it more as assisting or mentoring others.
3: Oh, that's
0: what I'd love to do. Woohoo! Yeah. And, and so, but y- you want to just be in this lull. Notice that you're, you're gaining momentum right now. And I want okay. you to trust that everything's going to turn out perfect. Okay. All right. Thank
3: you. Thank Thanks you. Have a you wonderful so day. You're welcome. Okay. You too. Bye bye.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we've just got about two minutes here to talk ah. to Larry from Fall City.
0: Hi, Larry. How are you?
7: I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Of course. What can I do for you?
7: Well, um, I don't know that much about res- astrology. But, me uh, neither.
0: Mercury,
7: <laughs> it, but mer- Mercury in yeah. retrograde yeah. Um, had, a, pretty, uh, had a, pro- a profound effect on me.
0: Mm-hmm. In what way? And
7: um, I just did a lot of relaxing and a lot of sleeping in, you know, in odd hours during the day and at night. And also, when I was trying to work on meditation, it would wipe me out. Mm-hmm. So, what- I, so I just stopped.
0: Perfect. So you actually did exactly what I think. For for me, I feel the very same thing when when Mercury's in retrograde. I actually like it because it slows Mm -hmm. down my life a little bit. It helps me relax. So you might have some strong planets in Mercury Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't make it crazy for you. It just slows things down, gives you a chance to take a breath gives you a chance to relax and rejuvenate and recharge, you know, because we're out of, you know, we went direct, I believe it was on the 11th. So, you know, maybe a few more days, you might notice things picking up because sometimes it takes a few days for a planet to -hmm. to affect us more in the direct pattern. So, yeah, you did absolutely the right thing. That's fantastic.
7: Okay, great, because I've been wanting to fill out, you know, finish... More application work for the school than I'm going to. Ah. But um, what I understood, you know, uh, I just kept getting a missed message. No,
0: absolutely, this place, this just way. wait. When the energies are direct, and so you did the right thing, you rested, and you didn't even. So notice if you had tried meditation, it would have just drove you crazy.
7: Well, it wiped me out. I mean, right, I would sleep two, two, three hours after meditation.
0: Ah, so you did the perfect thing, and you stopped doing it because it wasn't yeah. working. So congratulations, you handled Mercury and retrograde like a pro.
7: Oh, cool.
0: Thank so
7: you. So when, when Mercury's in retrograde, is it kind of maybe reestablishing or rethinking what's going on? Or well, is it just the time of rest?
0: Well, for most people, it's it's about communication. They have challenges. But for those who have a strong Mercury planet like you do, I believe, it's about rest. So thank you so much, Larry. We have to go. Thank you, everyone, for listening to The Marie Manu Cherry Show. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Until next week, joyful blessings.